Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited for today's episode. Today is a very special episode for two reasons. I have an incredible guest with me today and it's her first interview and this is one of my first um, interviews on this podcast as well, so very exciting for both of us. Our guest for this episode is the incredible Taylor Jade at Taylor Jade Coaching on Instagram. Taylor is a business and mindset coach and is someone that has has been an incredible inspiration to me over the past few months. Taylor has what I would consider to be a fucking elite mindset and that is just so evident through her content and overall presence online. So I'm really excited for this conversation today. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. That intro was just amazing. Like <laughs> toot my own horn. No, that was, that was great. Thank you for that. It's such an honor to be here. And yeah, like you said, first interview. So I'm so excited to just see where it goes. Amazing. I would love if you could just introduce yourself like a little bit more and tell us about your business and your business journey, where you started, why you started and kind of where you are now. Yeah, amazing. Um, So as you mentioned, I do mindset and business coaching. So where I started, this for me is still pretty new. So I'm probably only about six to eight months in, um, in calling myself a mindset and business coach. Before that, I was doing a lot of PT. So I started in the fitness industry, started doing online coaching, um, mainly for girls, younger girls, my age at the time. Um, and then I transitioned more into mindset when I was finding that the conversations I was having with them, I was really resonating. And that kind of lit up that passion for me in terms of actually speaking about the mindset behind discipline and resilience and all of those topics that I really kind of anchor into now and anchor my my message and my opinions into now. So it was very natural progression for me from fitness coaching into mindset. And then I found myself really loving the business side as well. So the selling and the programs and talking to the energetics behind all of that and consistency and just building up a business. So I was like, well, this is just kind of the perfect combination to be able to talk about mindset and talk about all of those things that I love to speak about and to actually do for myself and then actually mesh that with business and coaching other business owners and other coaches as well. That's so cool and that's so good that you found that sort of progression naturally from fitness coaching to what you're doing now because I don't know if you would have seen me talk about this but um, I used to do fitness coaching like a few years ago and the thing that I found when I was fitness coaching was that so much of what you're coaching on really has nothing to do with like training or nutrition and people need so much mindset work and I was like I was so young at the time and I hadn't even been like exposed to mindset coaching or any Mm. sort of like like I dabbled in the personal development world, but like, I didn't realize it was like a whole fucking like industry. And I was just like, so overwhelmed with how much pressure I felt as the coach to like help them through their mindset. And I was like, nah, this isn't for me. Like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't support these people like this. So I just left it. And like now with the knowledge that I have now, I'm like, maybe I should have like continued down that path and just like learned a little bit more myself. So it's really cool that you've yeah gone through that process and it's all sort of led from one thing to the other, whereas I've kind of just like jumped around from thing to thing. <laughs> I feel like you find your way when you need to. Like I think we all go through points because even for me, when I first started, I was just doing mindset coaching. I didn't really have any business side in that. And then I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing here. And I did it for like maybe two months, three months. I had a coach at the time as well. And then I completely lent out and then went back to my uni and 
doing engineering and like did that for another semester and I was like wait fuck what am I doing <laughs> and then I went back got a new coach and like now that's like full force um for me and I feel just so grounded in what I'm doing now so I think yeah it definitely takes time to figure out what we want to do and I think the journey to that decision is actually the most important part because that is what really grounds you in in what you're doing and why you're doing it as well mm. I would love to know if you could like sum up what would you say the overall mission of your business and life is right now yeah I was actually talking to a girlfriend on Sunday um and she asked me a similar question she was like what's your why like why do you do this and I was a bit stumped at first, but what I feel like I came was like, I just really want to be a permission slip for people to just have the biggest visions for themselves and to like actually allow that to be something that they get to have and to allow that to be a certainty in their life. Not like, oh, I wish I could do this. Oh, that's so cool that she's able to do this, but actually be someone that's able to be permission. Like, yes, you can have that. Like, she's not lucky. She's not special. This is possible for you as well. And to just lead in a way that shows them that like I was exactly where they are and I still am in the very like foundation building phase of that and there's obviously two parts to that where yes I might be further along but I'm still building those foundations I'm still building my knowledge and yeah I just wanted to be like an example for people to look up to to see that people aren't like blessed with like a certain thing that allows them to have the result that they that they want and like the life that they want it's actually possible for everyone and yeah to empower people with that knowledge so they're like oh fuck true and whatever that looks like for them whether that is doing coaching whether that is running a completely different side of business whether that's working for someone else but actually allowing their vision to be perfect for them and to yeah go after it I love that answer and I think you're definitely well on your way to fulfilling that mission I've definitely felt Thank you. Yeah, it's 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 taken time to come like to language with it. Um, but I think the more you kind of progress and the more that you do your own work, it like just yeah, yeah it comes naturally. That kind of leads me into the next question. Um, so you've recently turned twenty one. Happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> Have you ever been worried that people wouldn't take you seriously as a business coach at this age? And how did you overcome that? Because something that I think I've been just like so impressed with, which is kind of what led me to this question now, was like your articulation and the way that you hold yourself at your age is just like insane <laughs> to me. <laughs> Thank you. Um. It hasn't it like, it, I guess it cro has crossed my mind, but for me, age doesn't really feel like a limitation. I think because you can look to a 50 year old and they can be the most unconscious, unaware person ever. And then you can look to a 16 year old and have the most powerful conversations with them. And so for me, just through example and through the relationships that I've cultivated in my life, it's just shown me again and again that age really doesn't mean anything and it really is just about the willingness of the person to expand, to constantly push their edges, to actually go out and live uncomfortably and to actually grow wisdom from that and to be able to, yeah, speak to that. I think it's not about knowledge because then it comes to like people go like, oh, but how could you be a business coach? Like you haven't even had a business for that long. But it's like for me it's not about how much do I know, it's about what experiences have I actually pushed myself to do day in, day out? And the wisdom that I've just embodied from that and I'm able to share that. So it's not like I have to like, remember, like, what's that piece of knowledge? Like, what did I learn over five years of building a business? It's like the way that I lead my life every single day, a lot of people aren't willing to do. 
So a 50 year old wouldn't be able to coach the same way that I can coach because they're just living their life like under the radar, doing what's normal, just following society's standards, whatever it is. So they wouldn't have like 1% of, of the experience and the wisdom that I'd be able to share from my say six months of experience. Yeah. I love that answer. So how long did you say in total you've been in business for? So I started, like, I think I was in Europe when I first discovered my coach. So that was last July. So I discovered my first coach last July. I was literally just on Instagram. I think I was on the explore page and I was like, oh, what is this thing? Like, what is mindset coaching? And I literally was just like reading all of her content. I was like, fuck, I didn't even know this was a whole world. And I think I invested in her like a week later. And then I was coaching for, I was doing like content and Instagram, ran a few masterclasses for about three months because that was a three month container last July to go up like uh, October-ish and then lent out, didn't really do much for a couple months and then fully forced, came back in this Jan. So for me, it's really only been January, February, March, April, May. Yeah, it's May now. It's nearly June, like six months of like consistent every day, day in, day out. Yeah. So I would say I started last July, but really like fully in it this Jan. Okay, cool. And what would you say have been your biggest lessons in business so far? Biggest lessons? I feel like there's so many. I think it would be just consistency. Like just, there's no secret and there's no special strategy that is going to get you somewhere faster. It's just, you have to be willing to be so consistent and so relentless in what you're doing. And that's what is required from everyone. Like no one is able to bypass that. No one's able to bypass the time that it takes to actually build up trust with your audience, to build up that credibility, to build up the like actual skills in yourself as a coach or as a business owner, whatever you do. So I think actually just being so anchored in like, this is a long-term thing. And if you're actually serious about it being a long-term thing, six months, a year, two years, three years, that's nothing in the grand scheme of things. Like if you're not willing to put in the work day in, day out for that amount of time, then you're not building a long-term vision you're building for now and you're building for instant gratification. So I think that was the biggest thing for me is like asking myself every single time I made a choice, am I doing this for instant gratification or am I doing this because I'm anchored in a 50 year long-term career and being able to answer that and say genuinely, yes, this is for long-term has always led me like down the right way. So I think, yeah, that would be the biggest one for me. Amazing. That actually leads really well into my next question. So you speak a lot about resilience how would you actually define resilience and why is it so important for business and and life success yeah yeah I think for me resilience is something that I come back to every single time I like want to talk about something like I always am drawn back to resilience because I think for me that's always been an anchor point um I would define resilience as a willingness to just show up for yourself unconditionally regardless of any external validation, regardless of what people are saying, of what people are thinking, of how you're feeling as well, because our emotions can play so in, so much into it as well in deciding and swaying us in what we do, what we don't do, all of those things. So for me, resilience is actually just staying so committed to the path that no noise, internal or external, is going to waver you from that path. Like I said, I think it just, everything comes down to resilience. Like, you're committed to building something so big. If your desire is that strong and if you have a passion for something, resilience is going to be required because you're going to be tested at every single level. It's never going to come easy and you don't want it to come easy because you want to have earned that 
you want to have earned the success and to build the legacy in the empire that you want to build. So yeah, I think resilience is something that a lot of people really need to lean into and actually challenge themselves to build every single day, whether that's in the gym, whether that's in a relationship, whether that's in business, whatever opportunity that you have to strengthen your resilience, to strengthen your emotional awareness and self-trust and all of those things, take it because yeah, resilience is going to be required at every single level of your life. And it's something that will just keep you so grounded in whatever you're doing. So in saying that, how do you manage showing up for your business when you're then dealing with personal issues? Do you ever take a break or do you show up like absolutely no matter what? Mm. Yeah, I definitely listen to my emotions and listen to like the human experience that I'm going through. So if I'm navigating something really emotional, if I'm like, yeah, not feeling the best, I will still show up, but it's, it gets to look different. So for example, just to give like a feasible example, if I was selling a program, for example, one day I'm feeling great on top of the world, everything's great. I might show up on like a live video because you can feel my energy. You can feel that presence. You can feel how excited I am about something. If later that week, something really emotional happens, I'm really feeling that I might allow myself to just post slides for it like pre pre-planned slides, whatever that is, because I think it can be misinterpreted and like, you've got to show up, you've got to be resilient. You've got to do the thing, like choose not to listen to your emotions that can be interpreted in a way that's just so like inhumane, I think. And we don't let ourselves listen and feel our emotions. So I think it's so important to be able to listen to yourself and to give yourself grace in those times, because showing up gets to look so different for everyone and showing up for yourself that day might actually be not being in your business. Because showing up can still mean taking care of the human and taking care of what you actually need in that in that moment. So again, that anchors into the long-term vision because not showing up for a single day in an entire year is not going to change anything, right? Like we get to have that discretion and that discernment. It's like, yes, this is a business, but it's also my life. And I'm also a human who wants to honor feeling sad one day. So I think that's the way that I approach it. Some days... I will actually just be like, no, Taylor, pick yourself up and actually just do this right now. Like you have a bigger vision to build. But yeah, having the self-trust to make that decision for yourself and back yourself in that moment. Yeah, I fucking love that answer because something that I struggled with for a really long time was like I come, my family and like sort of my childhood is very like chaotic and I still deal with a lot of like family issues and things like that and it's definitely gotten less and less over time as I've created more distance from certain people but there was like for the first probably two to three years of my business there was like a lot of chaos happening in my personal life and it was like I just completely plugged out and while I had sort of reason to or compassion for myself to be dealing with those things and like okay this is sort of more important when it was happening so fucking consistently it was making a big impact on on my business so my work I'd say over the last like 18 months has really been working out what my non-negotiables are and like you were saying like if I can't fully show up I've still got like I can do the bare minimum like I can still Mm -hmm. post a couple slides or just schedule a post to my feed rather than like completely plugging out so I really love the way that that you explain that yeah exactly because it gets looks so different for everyone and even if completely plugging out is right for you for that week or that or that couple of weeks then that is perfectly fine as well we get to have seasons of our business um 
because that was the same for me like even this weekend was another initiation of that I had a big kind of family emotional moment as well and that Sunday I think I was I was running receivership on the Monday which is my group program at the moment and I was like planning to sell a lot over the weekend because I was like it's leading into my Monday I want to hype it up before before it runs but after all of that emotion I was like no I actually just need to take space for myself and to just allow myself to feel it and to just be in in my emotions and things like that so I think we just need to make it not wrong for doing that and for actually being there for ourselves sometimes because that's going to actually build the self-trust and it's like I actually get to be powerful in my business while also being able to feel everything behind the scenes as well and even on the scenes if you ever feel like sharing on online with your audience because I think that also builds quite a bit of trust and it's a permission slip as well for your audience to be like oh okay she's running a really cool business she's building something massive and she still gets to have those moments I've just been so inspired by like your confidence and your commitment to showing up online so fucking consistently have you always been like that and how might someone cultivate that level of confidence and commitment within themselves Mm, definitely not I definitely have not always been like that and I think no one can actually honestly say that they have been I think these things are built I honestly want to find because this kind of conversation has come up a bit and I've wanted to find this text message that I sent to my best friend I think I'm pretty sure it was last November and I was I was voice messaging her on Instagram or no on messenger and I was like oh I'm gonna go on my stories and talk for the first time like literally the first time ever of talking on my story this was last November and I was like oh I'm really nervous like how do I do this and she was like you just gotta do it like and I was like just telling myself you just gotta do it you just gotta do it um so I just did it and I was like oh that was fine like that wasn't even that bad and even though it was scary and I probably re-recorded it like five times before I posted it I still did it and I still made myself make that edge and I was like oh okay and that took the fear down like a notch and then you do it again and again and again and you like look back in a month's time you're like why was that everything for me like why was that ever scary for me so just like anything in business in confidence in all those things it takes practice and it is going to be scary the first couple times same thing as like running a master class or being on like an interview or whatever it is it's going to be scary the first time but having the self-trust and using those experiences to build that self-trust you have more and more and more evidence as you go along that like I've got this and like I can show up and hold myself so powerfully and when you have that evidence in the back of your mind that just keeps you so solid you're like I can literally take on anything like throw all your shit at me I can I can deal with it that's kind of like the the energy behind it and what you're building because it it all cultivates and it all allows it to apply to everything like I'm able to show up here I'm able to show up on my podcast I'm able to show up on lives on Instagram on Facebook whatever it is it's all the same and it all requires the same self-trust so once you build it in one area you're able to witness yourself in it all so definitely haven't always been like this and I'm still building as well like even when I ran receivership on the Monday it was still one of like the first calls that I had people live on and at the beginning I was like oh this is a bit scary but you just go into it and you do it again and again and it just dissolves over time yeah, I definitely feel that some like people have always been really like with my my coaching clients and my lash students and things like that. When we start talking about like talking on stories or showing up online and things like that, they always ask me like, like how the fuck like do you do that? Like how is it always so easy for you? And I'm like, literally, public speaking has been my biggest fucking fear my entire life. Like mm-hmm. to the point that I literally nearly failed classes at school because I refused to give like 
speeches to the class I'd have to do it in a private room with the teacher mm-hmm. and they ask me like oh like how do I get over the fear of doing that and I'm like I wish I had a strategy for you but I actually don't like you literally just have to have to do it and I for a long time I tried to like sort of come up with a process of like how can I teach this and I'm like I actually don't like have one like you just have to fucking do it hundred <laughs> percent and I think saying like just do it and like it gets to be that simple is also permission for them to be like okay there doesn't have to be some complicated strategy I just get to do it and like maybe that is the scariest thing for you because you've got no nothing to lean on no strategy no nothing it's just no steps it's like just do it and sometimes that is the answer and that's like actually the perfect answer for your client because that's what they need to hear to just be like okay I can't keep procrastinating this I can't keep overcomplicating this because the answer is really simple yeah that's me with lives at the moment (laughs) that's the next step (laughs) you are obviously someone that takes their health and fitness very seriously how would you say living a healthy lifestyle has supported you in your evolution as a human and a business owner Mm, yeah I think for me health and fitness is where my mindset journey started. So I only started getting like really very consistent in my training and in my nutrition in probably about 2020. Yeah, 2020, that was my first year out of school. And so I got really into strength training and all of that kind of thing and got really disciplined with my nutrition, my health, all of that. And it just taught me so much like basic mindset work, so much discipline, so much integrity to what I said I was going to do and to actually following through on that and so much intentionality as well like if I want to achieve this this is what I have to do and I'm sticking to my word so I think health and fitness has definitely been my foundation and it's what started me here and it's been something that's been just so solid and consistent throughout all of these years now three or four years later because it just keeps me so grounded and it just makes me feel just so like on top of the world, like when my, when I'm hitting PBs in the gym, when I'm hitting all my macros, I'm doing all those things. It just makes me feel so like fulfilled and that I'm taking care of my body and taking care of my well-being, And I'm not neglecting one area for another, because that was something that I was trying, I was finding myself kind of falling in between. I was like, my business is going over here. I feel like I'm neglecting this a little bit. And actually looking at health and fitness as like, that's a part of my business, being able to hold myself at that higher standard and be able to be the best human that I can for myself is actually something that I need to work on in my business. Like that's a business thing. So when I saw it like that and I switched my mindset to actually being on top of my health, being on top of my training is allowing me to show up as the best version of myself in my business. That's really what helps me like make sure everything in my life was just on that top standard. I didn't get to neglect one area because business was busy. Like that was not an excuse. It has to be all equal for me. I fucking love that perspective and that took me such a long time to like really learn because it was literally like health and fitness that got me into personal development which led me down the path of like I guess business because that was when I was listening to like business podcasts and like a lot of the people that were in the fitness industry were transitioning to like business coaching and like that was like my initiation into the industry and I always like I've shared a little bit about this it's been a while since I've shared anything about this but like a few years ago um what originally got me into fitness coaching and like health and fitness was like growing up I had like a really bad relationship with food and I was constantly like trying to lose weight and like over time I just got like bigger and bigger and bigger Mm. and like to the point that 
when I first started trying to lose weight from that point forward, I put on 50 kilos. Mm. And when I, you know, I went through years and years of like trying to undo that damage and I was very open about it online and like eventually ended up losing that 50 kilos. And then like, I started getting like obviously a lot of attention online and people asking for like help and things like that. So then that led me down um, sort of more like mindset and then personal development and things like that. Um, Mm. And then into business and then, and, and like you said as well, like that was my foundation that I like fucking identified with that. And then um, as business started to get busier and it was like my full-time thing, everything just went out the window like mm-hmm. stop going to the gym, stop walking, like stopped even taking notice of like what I was putting into my body. And for like a whole two years, my, mm-hmm. all my brain capacity was just like business, business, business. And like now I've put on like 20 kilos again. And like the whole of last year, I was like, why the fuck do I feel so shit? Like I'm making more money than I ever have. And like, I'm good, but I feel so fucking shit. And that was why at the beginning of this year, I was like, I'm like taking a step back, honestly, from business to like focus on myself again. And I've been back in the gym now for a couple of months. And it's interesting because even though like I'm making way less money now compared to what I'm used to, most of the time, like 90% of the time, because I'm looking after myself, I feel better than I did when I had more than enough money. So it's like, yeah, I think it's really important and and like you said as well lays such a good foundation of building discipline and and self-trust and things like that so I love that answer that you had 100% and it's like do we even want the business if it feels shit like I don't want a business that is making me money money but actually just feels so gross because I'm neglecting every other part of my life like I want a business that allows me to have the freedom to take the best care of myself in my training in spending hours in the gym in spending heaps of money on my food because that's actually what I value and that's what I prioritize and it's just getting yeah super clear on what do I want it to look like and sometimes it is actually taking a step back and and pulling that kind of slingshot back from business to focus on yourself because then it's just going to project you so much faster forward when everything is just so solid and you're like I just feel on top of the world in in my body sort of goes hand in hand with that conversation but personal development is also a big focus for you what personal development work do you believe is required to build not just a successful business but like a successful life as a whole mm. I think it's going to look different at different phases and different seasons of your life I don't believe like any kind of practices are required I think everyone gets to have their own journey with it whether that's investing in someone, whether that's journaling, whether that's having just their own process, manifesting meditation, whatever it is for them, whatever that looks like, I think it's perfect. But I think what is really required is building so much self-awareness of your emotions and how you allow them to affect you, of your strengths, of your weaknesses, of your limiting stories and of your beliefs, and actually just being able to be that observer of yourself, like you're kind of like a third party and just be so neutral about okay this is something I have to work on this is something that I do this is a pattern that I have this is a trigger that I have just being able to access neutral self-awareness all the time in every single situation is such a powerful skill because if we're just like led by our mind blindly and we don't even understand and we don't even aren't even aware of the patterns that are falling like full like the patterns that we're following in our life 
we're just un- like blind to all of that, we can be led so many different ways and just not understand how we got there. So I think self-awareness is the biggest one. And that's just practice. Like for me, that started with journaling. I was able to just like sit down and just be so radically like honest with myself. And sometimes it's very uncomfortable because you don't want to see yourself in that light. It's very vulnerable, but just practicing that. And now I'm at a stage where I don't really journal because it just kind of happens in my mind, like in the moment I witness myself doing something and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Why did I do that? Why did I say that? Why did I make that choice? And you can shift in the moment from there. So it definitely comes with practice. Um, Whatever the process looks like for you, maybe that is actually meditating and clearing your mind to just be that neutral observer. But I think, yeah, self-awareness is probably the biggest thing that I, that I would say just start with there because once you have that, that opens the gate for everything else. I fucking love all of these answers. I <laughs> like listen back to this episode myself. <laughs> Half the shit, I don't even know what's going to come out of my mouth. I'm just like just talking. <laughs> when I was a um, guest on somebody else's podcast, she like sent me the questions and I like had all my answers like typed out. And just, like, fucking bang, bang, bang. Like don't even need notes. <laughs> I was like, if I type notes, I know that's just going to stifle me. So I was like, I'm just going to fucking send it. <laughs> Obviously you are a coach and you have a coach yourself. How has having a coach supported you on your business journey? And what would you say to someone who's interested in hiring a coach but is yet to take the leap? Mm, I would say fucking take the leap because it's the best decision I've ever made. It just opens up a world of possibility for you. Like you'll come in to that container and just not know this human at all and then just build the deepest relationship and connection with this person. And you're like, how did I live without you? before (laughs) like how did I actually function um obviously there's two parts to that because even with my coach I'm like I want you and I desire you but I don't need you at all and towards the end of this year I'm actually probably not going to have her at the end because I was like I actually just want some space and I want that time to just be in my business and to just send it without without a coach and that's perfect as well and I'm probably going to come back at the beginning of next year but I think it's, it's it's a type of relationship that you can't create anywhere else because they're just such a neutral person in your life and they're someone who has done what you desire to do and can just open up that possibility for you and be like, it's actually so doable because I've done it and here's how I did it. And just like that level of support and love and just genuine care for you as a human, not even like client to coach, just as a human that they have is just, yeah, not even rep- cool in like any other relationship like we just go to such deep levels with each other and they see you in your power and in your potential so much and they just remind you of that constantly and you just get called forward to a higher standard that's that you wouldn't have even been able to like see before and they're just constantly calling you forward constantly calling you forward to like you're playing small here like you're actually you're actually playing small there's more for you here step up step up to that so I think yeah, it was it was definitely the best decision I've made in my business kind of journey so far. It it just changed everything and it kind of just set the wheels in motion for me. And it, our relationship has evolved so much as well. My my mentor and I like in the beginning, I even remember like writing in my journal back when I journaled in January or Feb. I was like, I feel like I'm waiting to start my business. I'm waiting before like to start my container with my coach and then I'm going to like lean in and then I'm going to do my business and then I'm going to like fully send it. And now I'm like, who was that person? Because like I can actually just fully send it just being my own person. And she's been the biggest catalyst for seeing myself in that power, which is why I feel so comfortable to just navigate that 
end of the year without her. So I think, yeah, if you can, I would 100% recommend it, but that gets to look so different. Like it doesn't have to be a three-month container. It doesn't have to be a long-term thing if all you actually desire right now is short things, masterclasses, group programs, just like dipping your toes in that person's world and seeing if they vibe with you, seeing if you vibe with them, and then actually building that trust and that safety to go all in with her. For me, I was in Christina's world for like, since like the beginning. So since that July, and then I started coaching with her in Feb. So I was in her world. I was building trust. I was building safety with her for six months before I was like, yep, let's do it. So I think have that safety. Don't approach mentorship from a part like they're going to get me this or they're going to get me to a place that I can't get by myself. You really need to approach it from a place of I've got this and I'm going to get where I need to go and where I want to go, but she's going to elevate me. She's going to pull me, call me forward. She's going to allow me to evolve at a pace that is going to be a lot faster than if I did it by myself because she's paved the way. She's she's shown me the path that she actually took to get to where she is. So yeah, I think it's the best thing. And if you can, I 100% recommend it to anyone because it's just, yeah, game changing. Yeah, and I think it's just, I love now that it's like coaching and coaches are so accessible. Like mm. just, there's so many coaches now. And I remember like when I first started my business, um, my, my lash business, and I knew that coaching was a thing for years and years before that, but I'd only ever known of like the big coaches, you know, the like big coaches, like leading the industry who were just like, you know, you're never going to work one-on-one with them and pay mm-hmm. like a oh, hundred thousand dollars for like a day. <laughs> yeah. So I had, even at that time, like I wasn't aware that actual, yeah, like coaching containers that were reasonably priced for like where mm-hmm. I was at were actually available. I just d- didn't know who they were, but I desired it so fucking deeply. And I remember like reaching out to people who I seen online who have like you know, what I would have perceived to have been a successful lash business and like asking for help. And it was just always so like cold and like no one's sharing information. And I'm like, bitch, I will pay you. Like, <laughs> like I will pay you. I'm not just going to expect free information. And now like coaching is so accessible and I'm like, oh my God, I could be a coach. Mm. And it's been so like hard for me to like have conversations with people and like try to not like convince them of like, the power of mentorship and things like that but in my brain I'm like why would you not want it Mm. why would you actually not (laughs) a hundred percent and the thing is like you also want people to come into your space from that empowered point of of you and that empowered mindset where they're like they know they know the power of mentorship already they're not coming to you to 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 give something to get something from you to get the answers to get the secrets they just know that like this is a space for elevation and this is a space for supporting your evolution. Not I'm going to hold your hand throughout this entire journey and drag you along because you don't understand how this works. Like that's why I think for me, even in my, in my space, I don't try to yet ever convince someone to, to come in because if they're not sure of the decision, I don't want to have to make them sure of it. Like I want someone who is just so grounded and trust themselves so deeply that they're like, yep, I want this. And I know exactly what this relationship is going to look like. And I want the same thing as you do. Okay, so on the topic of coaching, what do you look for in a coach or mentor and when do you think is the ideal time for someone to hire a coach? I'm going to start with the second one. So I think the ideal time for someone to hire a coach is when they have the desire. So if you have the desire to have a coach, that's the perfect time for you, right? I don't think there's ever a 
stage you need to wait for in business. I literally hired myself, my first coach, like a week discovering mindset coaching. I didn't even know what it was that Monday. And then I hired her like on the Friday. So I don't think anyone ever needs to wait. And I don't think they can play into that excuse because that's just simply not an excuse. If you have the desire to have a coach, that's the perfect time for you to have that coach. And obviously to have the financial security to support that for yourself. You don't want to be like grasping at coins to to throw out your mentor. Like you want to have that security and that stability. But yeah, I think as soon as you actually desire that for yourself and you desire that elevation and that connection with someone, that's the perfect time for you. Um, because yeah, I think waiting for a perfect time is just another another form of excuse, another piece of where you actually still doubt yourself and your ability to show up for that container. And also for it actually just is a bit of evidence where it's like you're approaching something from what can this get me and the what can this, how can I make my investment back, right? I never want someone to invest in me from like, I'm going to give her 2K and I want her to make me 5K. Like I never want that dynamic in a coaching container. So there's never a right time, I believe. Yeah, I think as soon as you have that desire in your heart, like that is the perfect time for you to, to jump in and to meet that edge for yourself. And what what do you look for? In a coach. In a coach. From like personal experience, I just felt an energy. Like I've always known that I wanted Christina as my coach because I just felt the energy and I was like, we just are like matched. Like it just you can just feel the pull with someone. For me, just kind of like base kind of standards, like bare minimum, I want them to like be so neutral about the investment. I don't want them to, I don't want to feel that like energy from them where they're like trying to convince me in or like trying to pressure me in or feel any kind of energy like that. So if a coach is just not able to just be really neutral in how they lead the initiation in the, in the container, I don't want that relationship because I don't want you to have to convince me. I don't want to have to feel convinced. I don't want to have to feel pressured into something. I want it to be just so neutral from both sides. So that would be a big thing for me in looking for a coach. Also someone who just leads their business the way that I desire to lead my business. So she's just, she was just so consistent, so resilient, so relentless, so heart-led. And I was like, that is exactly what I want in my business. I'm not going to work with a coach who leans in and out, who's inconsistent, who can't show up for themselves outside of business. Just those basic standards. She just held such a high standard for her life that I was like, that's what I want my life to be like. That's what I want my business to be like. And so I followed that pull. So I think, yeah, someone who I actually look up to and someone who has standards that they hold that are just so strong and who's able to be such a neutral leader for me. So I guess on the topic of investing then, obviously you prioritise investing in yourself and your evolution. Mm -hmm. If you're comfortable sharing, how much in total have you invested into your education? And I'm assuming you're probably going to say there's no such thing as a bad investment, but have you ever made in some sense, like a bad investment or one that didn't really feel aligned? Um. So the first part, how much? Um. Let me try to think. I think my last, my first, sorry, my first coach, my first, I don't work with her anymore. My first coach at the time, I think she was like grand or four grand for like a three month container. So that was my very first thing. And then after that, or during that, I guess, I was working with Christina and like basically all of her masterclasses, all of her group programs. So that was probably another couple of grand and then this year alone as well has been like 30 or 40k I think yeah. in total. <laughs> it has it's been a lot um 
about yeah 30 or 40k and then I still obviously haven't started I'm starting another container with Christina at the end of the year like at the very end to start for next year so that'll be like another 15k but for me because I've never come at it from the point of like how can I make this back it just feels so clean for me I'm like it's just the obvious thing. I'm my business is my mind and my business is my evolution and how I lead myself and the standard that I hold and the wisdom and all of that. So it would just make so much sense to invest everything into my business because I think I saw a post on Instagram this morning. I don't know who shared it on their stories, but it was something like if you aren't putting in money and like if your business doesn't have overheads and you're not running a business, it's just a hobby. Like if you're not actually investing into your business like a real freaking business and like a real deal it's not a business it's it's a side hustle it's a hobby so just like any other business just like a clothing company just like any other startup you put in money at the start throughout the whole journey really you put in money and at the start it's probably going to feel riskier because you have no promise of return but it's just always made so much sense for me and it's never been something that I'm like oh is this is this going to be the right decision is this going to make sense because it's like I don't make decisions that make sense. I make like illogical decisions because I want illogical growth. So that was, yeah, that's always been my mindset behind my investments. I've never been in a period where I'm like, oh, I shouldn't do this, all of that. It's just always felt so natural to me. Um, And then in terms of a bad investment, I think so in the beginning, I, so I had my first coach and then I actually reached out to Christina at the end of last year as well to start a container in October. And from that, my energy and my mindset at that time was like, I want her to get me this. I'm like, I want her to get me these results, this much money, this in this amount of time. Like that was my energy my, behind it. And because that was the thing, I was having so much doubt. And I was like, is she going to be able to help me? Is this going to work? Blah, blah, blah. Like so much if and questioning. So I actually like pulled out of it. So I DM'd her. I was like, can I have you as my coach? She was like, yeah, amazing. Let's do it. I paid a deposit and then like two weeks later, I was like, actually, no, sorry. You need to really, be, this isn't the right time for me. And I pulled out and she was so neutral. And that's why that's the biggest thing for me because she was just so grounded. And she was like, of course, like we can do that. That's no problem. You have different seasons of your life. It's not the right time for you. That's perfectly fine. And I was like, okay. And then like two months later, her prices had like doubled. And I was like, okay, now I'm actually ready to do it. And so I invested in her. And I'm actually happy that happened because- that was what that experience was like actually required for me to approach mentor for, uh, mentorship from the point that I do now, where it's like, I don't need her to get me anywhere and I don't want her to get me anywhere. This is a, this is a process of elevation and a part of my evolution that I desire to have. So it wasn't a bad investment because I grew so much from it and she was just so grounded in it that it didn't, it wasn't weird. It wasn't dysregulating at all. We have like the best relationship now, but at the time, my mindset behind that investment was bad. So I think that was probably, yeah, probably the only experience that I've got in that in that regard. Yeah, and I think that's like, it's such an important perspective, especially when you're starting to invest, like, I guess, bigger amounts of money or more frequently and things like that is no investment is going to be the be all and end all answer. Mm. No matter how specific the program or the courses or the coach depending on what they coach on like to the problem that you're having that you're only like you're investing for elevated perspectives it's not like this is going to get me the answer and then and then that's it because I feel like for me that's obviously how 
I think most people begin investing and I could definitely feel that in the beginning. It was like, oh my God, like, and it's like $150 like masterclass. I was mm-hmm. like, heart palpitations. Like, is this going to be worth it? And now I'm like, oh, three grand here, five grand here. Like, I don't even care if I get anything out of this. I just want to be part of the conversation. A hundred percent. And I think that's why like long-term energy is so important because people who just jump around are jumping around for a strategy and like trying to look for the secret to get them something different where it's like, actually that you're not going to find an answer there. Your answer is actually just staying in your own lane, being so consistent, being so resilient and just building a relationship with someone that is just so grounded and so strong and just being, yeah, being able to be so lent in, in that space and to make yourself at deeper levels every single time. If you're feeling like you're like stuck with a, like you're hitting a wall with a coach, you're not getting anything anymore. It's like, take yourself deeper and uncover how you can actually take that relationship deeper rather than looking for the next best shiny thing. Okay. So I see you speaking about proximity and surrounding yourself with powerful humans a lot. I'd love to know what that actually looks like for you and how that has contributed to your growth as a person and as a business owner. Mm, Yeah. So what that looks like for me at the moment is I'm in my fourth month of mentorship with my mentor. So we're coming into our second container now and I've got another two months with her now. And then I'm also in her mastermind. So the one where it's a group container with about eight girls, I think it is um, six or eight girls. And that is a, yeah, a group space where we have coaching calls every fortnight. We've got like a group box up that we plug into her mind in all the time. And that's another thing where it's like, it doesn't have to make sense because it doesn't make sense for me to be, in her private coaching and then in her mastermind because like she's going to say the same thing in both things whether I plug in there whether I plug in here but it's like I desire to be in both of those spaces so I'm going to make it happen and being in the mastermind has been so pivotal because allowing other people not just your coach but other people other people in the industry to see you in your power to see what you're navigating to just be so open and vulnerable with them just opens up so much depth to meet yourself at and so much vulnerability because you're just, you're putting everything on the car, on the table there. You're like literally laying out all your cards there. There's nothing held back. Everyone is just so open with each other and it's such a safe space. So I think the mastermind has been, yeah, so pivotal for me these past couple of months when coming to the end of it now. And yeah, it's just being able to be witnessed by other people who are doing the same things as you and not seeing it as a competition. Like we don't hold any secrets back. We're all sharing everything with each other and we're all supporting each other so much like a lot of them are in my group programs a lot of them give me feedback on everything it's just such like a close-knit community and because coaching can be quite like lonely because you're working by yourself all the time so being able to be in those spaces with other powerful women who can see you connect with you be with you in that journey has just been yeah really supportive so those are the two spaces I'm in now at the moment and then there are obviously like programs I'm doing I'm in like a membership where I'm like in all of her programs for the whole year so I'm in those things and those are quite close proximity to their teaching like their teacher archetype where I'm like learning things but in terms of coaching and mentorship those are the two primary spaces that I'm like long-term invested in. How would you say that has contributed to your growth as a person and as Mm -hmm. a business owner? I think it has collapsed a lot of time in my journey. I think being able to actually be witness and have self-awareness reflected back to you from the people in that space has been so big. So for me, for example, like they reflect back to me so often, like how grounded I am and just how much like self-trust I have. And for me, I didn't see that for a long, a long period of time. Like it only really 
came into my awareness in the past couple of months when people were just reflecting back that back to me so consistently. And I was like, fuck, this is actually something that's really embodied in me. It's not just some random compliment that one person is giving me. Like it just was so evident. So I think like I was saying at the beginning of our conversation, self-awareness is the biggest thing to be so strong in. And so those spaces being able to build on external self-awareness has been so yeah important, has collapsed a lot of time because once you know who you are, you're able to just be so confident and convicted in that. Like you're able to create so confidently in that, create courses about groundedness, self-trust, because you're like, I know that I've got this because people reflect it back to me all the time and you actually begin to see yourself in that where you don't even need the evidence anymore. So I think that, and also it's a lot of a permission slip as well because you're seeing what those girls are doing and you're like, wow, like that is amazing and powerful stuff. I can do that as well. It's a very expansive environment because you get to see what's what's possible and potent, like the potential there and just having that community where it's just unconditional support, right? Like people who are doing the same stuff as you and who just support you so deeply, you feel just so safe to take risks and to meet your edges because you know you've got people there to support you and to have your back. If you could give three pieces of advice to someone wanting to start a business, what would they be? Just fucking start. <laughs> Honestly, like this is another piece where I'm like, we don't need to overcomplicate it. Like you don't need three things to motivate you to do it. Like you actually just need to freaking start whatever that looks like for you, whether that's creating the Instagram page, whether that's putting out your first piece of content, whether that's running your first paid offer, just put yourself in the arena because if you're not in the arena, you're not even in the game. Like you can't, you can't say that you're meeting your edges, that you're actually making uncomfortable decisions every day. If you're not right, it's either yes or no. Like, are you doing it or are you not doing it? It it gets to be so simple. And I had like a coaching call with um, one of my clients a couple months ago and she was telling me how she wanted to start mindset coaching. And she was like, Oh, I've loved this call so much. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it in the next like six months or so. And I was like, no, you're not. You're going to do it now. Like you're going to actually do it. And she was like, true. Like, why did I just say six months? Like I'm actually going to do it. And the next week she like literally made her mindset page. She started doing the thing. So I think you actually just get to make, to give yourself permission that today gets to be the start and there's nothing actually in your way. Like you actually get to choose. Am I going to do this? Am I not going to do this? If you want that to be a yes, you get to do it. You get to make the easiest, like the simplest choice, what's right in front of you, what's that step, and actually just take that take that step. So, yeah, don't overcomplicate it. Just actually take that first step and it will all just unravel from there. Like you don't have to have the whole path planned out. You just get to take one, one step and do that again and again and again and again. And then you'll look back and be like, fuck, I really just, I just started and now I'm here. So fucking good. <laughs> all right tell us what are your current offers and how people can work with you Mm, okay so right now I'm running receivership so that's my group program six-week group program on strengthening your relationship with being able to receive the fulfillment and the abundance that is already present in your life because I think we get so caught up in like what's next what's next what's next but like actually the key is to being so present in your life that you're able to see how much you've already created and to step in your power in that. Because if we're just constantly chasing and chasing, we're solidifying that lack. We're solidifying how lack we are, how far we are from our goals, how little we've done, where it's like, we're never going to create, we're never going to create fulfillment and abundance from that energy. So that's my six week program at the moment. 
that's just started on Monday. So we've got another six weeks to go, which call one was just, yeah, amazing. And I'm so excited to see where the rest of it goes. Um, that's my one at the moment. And then I have ones planned for the rest of this year, but I'm also just going to see where it goes because if the last four months is testament enough, like I just evolve and like my mind just evolves so quickly. So I know that it could possibly change so much by the end of this year because I'm going to Europe in July for three weeks. So I'm taking that time to just fully plug out of my business, obviously show up because like I just obsessed, like I'm obsessed with it. And I'm like, I couldn't stay away if I tried, but I'm not going to have like, launching periods or intentional time where I'm like this is the plan this is the plan because I want to have that time to just be in Europe <laughs> so that's the kind of plan for the close future um and then obviously I've got like my three-month containers with mentorship and like yeah shorter stints as well where you have different opportunities to work with me and then I've got master classes and things like that I really run off the bat as well so like if I come up with an idea I'll launch it for two weeks and then be running it. So it's a very like quick energy. Um, but the longer term things at the moment is just yeah, receivership. And then I've got two that I'm tentatively planning for the end of the year, but I don't want to like say that's the plan because it might change. Like I might have a big revelation in Europe where I'm like, nah, scrap all of that. <laughs> I'm going to change all that. Um, but at the moment, receivership is the main, the main big dog. The people who listen to this just shoot me a DM. I'd be happy to offer them a discount code in. I've done masterclasses that are pre-recorded. So I've got a bundle for those. Um, if they want to shoot me a DM, I'm happy to do that. Even for receivership as well. Just ask and you shall receive. <laughs> and where can everyone find you? I'll have all of your things linked in the description anyway. But... Amazing. Um, Yes, my Instagram is the main um, platform that I'm on. So that one is taylorjade underscore coaching um that's got everything on it and then I've also got my podcast which is actually changing entire branding and naming and everything so it might be completely oh, I'm so excited <laughs> I'm, I'm, so excited. I'm like when is it happening <laughs> so soon we've got the photo shoot on the 10th of June so we're doing all of the branding then um we've got a name but I'm gonna wait to launch it when it launches and it'll probably be a little a couple of weeks after the photo shoot so we can organize everything. Um, but at the moment, the podcast is called Unlocking Version 2.0. Um, so if you just follow that, everything will be there when we rebrand and relaunch everything. But those, yeah, those would be the two ways that I am on socials at the moment. Amazing. This has been so fucking good. I've been so <laughs> impressed with every single answer that you've had. Thank you so much for coming on today. You're welcome. I've enjoyed it so much. It's obviously a very new experience for me as well, being on like the receiving end of all the questions and things like that. But it's been so good and I've loved every single bit of it. Definitely didn't feel like your first time. <laughs> she's a confident, confident speaker. She's got a podcast as well, so it's like. Yeah, that definitely does help. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I've had the best time. You're so welcome. I've had the best time as well. So I'm just honoured that you asked me to be on here. So thank you for that. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. I had so much fun with this one. Oh my God. Honestly, if you can download this episode or save it somehow, I would highly recommend. This is going to be something that I even come back to and listen to multiple times. Just myself, like she just had so much insight to share in that. But yeah, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode and I'll see you on the next one.